I think that more people need to <laughs> outwardly be huge haters. We had to stop because your sneeze was oh, so loud. The added so funny part was I started laughing suddenly and Sloan like jumped. <laughs> Sorry, Mallory. <laughs> that was so That's why I was trying to keep talking because like you were like obviously not able to do that. Okay. <laughs> the broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. I don't like to be bamboozled. Hi, Georgia. It's Troy Stetcher here. Thank you for labeling me the short king. Nick actually just got the sweatshirt that says Mock Girl Summer. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. With I'm having a lot of fun. Um, hi, and welcome to the Broadscast. I'm your host this week. I'm Mallory, and I'm here with Georgia and Sam. And I guess we'll just get into it. It feels like we've not spoken in forever. Um, but I guess like the main storyline in hockey for like the past week and what we've just generally been talking about because it's the only thing happening is the Western like playoff race and whatever. Um, having all of that. And personally, my favorite thing out of the past week has been um, the Sharks, who are long removed from the playoff hunt in our eliminated. They're trailing by like 20-something points. Um, have said, this is a quote from Timo Meyer, that all of their energy is going towards ruining Vegas's playoff hopes, which they did. They honestly really did. You love to see it. You really, you love to see that kind of just hater energy. Um, anyway, Sharks long eliminated from playoff hunt, but still, I mean, like, cause you need that kind of like nemesis energy to get you going. Yeah. They're like, why do we, why do we even want to play these last few games? Like it's already decided. All this is going to decide like maybe where we end up like mm -hmm. drafting. There's nothing like, better than spite. Yeah. Yeah. We're and obviously like the whole thing of the spite really comes down to they've had been brewing like what the Canucks and um Kraken like should be and like could be the sharks and knights are. Um, which obviously helps because the reason is because the Kraken is bad and so there's no reason to have a problem with them so they're like path in like the pacific and the playoffs obviously the big mm -hmm. san jose comeback and all of this various like atrocities of that nature it's an atrocity to vegas fans it's also just a sport so <laughs> just a kind of mediocre call <laughs> maybe not the best call but it's put like anger into Vegas fans. It's great. Yeah. You love to see it. It's actually funny. They were, I went to the game last night, um, the Canucks and the Kraken, and they were really trying to push like the inner, I will say the in arena stuff has gotten significantly better, uh, this year, in my opinion, though, there's still a lot going on. It was country night. It was very strange. Yeah. You didn't get enough country during hometown hockey. Oh my God. <laughs> And then I got more, um, but they kept doing really fun things. Like, uh, they would go, the in arena hosts would like go into a section and 
the prize would be like they they were giving out like free calamari like like for the rivalry because Finn oh, was it's like surprising. I understand because Finn was like killing the octopus and then cooking it and then being like giving out free calamari to people which is kind of funny and they they did a bunch of videos where like um there is like stuff with octopus like orcas like attacking octopus which is very fun but it's hard like you're right now like the rivalry won't get good until the kraken are actually good and the canucks are too and then if they play each other in the playoffs because yeah that's where things get like extra heated obviously as we know and rivalries you can, are boring like, you can attempt to manufacture a rivalry all you want but you need that kind of petty you need the pressure exactly and the chaos that ensues when people um get, like, okay really but yes about the big this was like he said this before they played on sunday and then which was a must-win game obviously saying must win game makes me sound and feel like I'm just like some dumb man. Like every game like, is a must win. Everyone's like, yes, every game is a must win game. Dumbass. Like, yeah, <laughs> of course. But also, you know what I mean? Yes. And then like they, and then the Knights went up and the Sharks came back and then beat them in a shootout. Some rookies scored the winning uh, shootout goal. It was great. And all of the sharks oh. celebrated as if they had won the Stanley Cup. Had like clinched <laughs> the playoffs for themselves. They had not. They had just kind of put the nail in the coffin of the ninth season. But yeah. I can the- get on board with that kind of pettiness. At least it's interesting. Like the Eastern yeah. Conference, like there's literally the playoffs. Everyone's known who's going to be in the playoffs for like. Yeah, since like March, early March. Yeah, like at least this is interesting. And also it is kind of fun because Vegas has, I I also like having like a a chaotic evil like team in the West. Like it's really fun to have it in the West and like have everyone be like, no, fuck the Knights. (laughs) Like we want to take them down. Like that's really fun. I love, I love that we can have that and they can be the kind of heel of the West and they're basically eliminated. I think they're not statistically eliminated technically yet until Dallas, like Dallas needs to win or get a point out of any of their last two games. And I think, yeah, they're eliminated. So they're like, and they're playing Arizona and Anaheim, I think. So it's like, we're basically (laughs) Dallas is in. And now it's just kind of people jostling around for the different, um, positions to see who they'll play but right now we have we do have a battle of the yeehaw happening which we're that is true of, which is very and good. also that's going to get interesting because it already got interesting last night and that was only their like first meeting obviously mm-hmm. yep not playing each other for two weeks straight yeah exactly but yeah it was like yeah it was at least something that was fun and kind of got people Got people like, cause I think one of the things that the NHL struggles with is like having people, having games be exciting for people who aren't in the markets of those games. I think like, this is kind of a general sports thing, but like, you do have to get other people involved in watching. And like most people in Canada are forced at the Leafs games anyway, but getting people to like, want to tune into a San Jose golden Knights game at the end of April 
it's like a big win for the NHL and they should obviously like want that because significantly better for them. Um, and these storylines are actually what drive fan engagement. So, I mean, there's been, I feel like my entire timeline for the last week is various fan bases, just like waiting for the golden Knights to be eliminated. It's like the one thing uniting hockey Twitter is waiting for the Knights to die. Exactly. Makes it fun. Makes it fun for everyone. Yeah. As a noted, not Knights fan. I, I agree. Yeah. It's also like, there is obviously the deep humor of the fact that like the cap circumvention bullshit or whatever, is like not working out for them. Dude, the whole like asking Robin Leonard to like put off his surgery yeah. because of cap issues thing is ridiculous. Yeah, it was a real choice. It was a real choice to make. Um, also, in I guess the people getting eliminated from officially, the Canucks are out of contention, finally. And I mean, I couldn't be happier to have them out of contention. <laughs> it lasted too long. It dragged on for too long. What a wild season. Like, actually, what a crazy season. To think of, like, the the fact that we made it through that first half, which was one of the most horrific periods of being a Canucks fan. The, the worst was the Willie D situations. But, like, at the very least, it was horrible to watch a lot of those games. And then they rebounded real hard. Um, And then they ended up where we expected that they would have ended up at the very beginning of the season. We just didn't expect it to take such a roller coaster, like crash and then like rise up. We all expected them to be a bubble playoff team who didn't make it just outside. And that's where they are. So just like such a weird, weird season. So, yeah. Okay. So I don't even know when, when does green get fired? Did he get fired in November? December, December. very early December. Okay. It seems like it's been longer. Um, yeah. I mean, like there've been so many storylines almost of this season, like, cause we could obviously go into the drama of Green's death, <laughs> Green's falling, <laughs> Benning falling, but like, and not falling. even viewing those in the same like arc their their own independent timelines and then obviously the entire new saga of Bruce but then I really feel like something that is important is Elias Patterson's return to social media and also return to the ice <laughs> yes <laughs> He like, yeah, he played incredible in the like back half of the season. Um, he really played incredible in the back half of the season. And also like when we like, I'm just putting us like you and me and like Sam into this, like when we were asking for the season to please be over and to not even just like say that we were even in the playoff hunt anymore, he was playing out of his mind. Yeah. And he was like, 
I want to play in the playoffs. And we're like, we don't want you to please stop. Like, don't make us watch like another two weeks of this. We don't <laughs> want to see it. And he's like, actually, you know what? I like, you're going to, you're going to see it. Yeah, and, and it's like the other thing. So last night too, um, Quinn Hughes obviously had a really good game. And then he, um, he hit some record. I can't remember what the record was. Something yeah, he like hit points the most per season. Uh, points in a season for a yeah defenseman. for a defenseman, which is amazing. And I, it got to me thinking like, so Quinn had like a horrific year last year. Like his plus minus was terrible. Like it was not. He was not having a good time. And yet, I I was just thinking about how interesting it was that like the same meltdown didn't happen about Quinn Hughes as it did about Elias Pettersson. And I think like there there is something to do with like. Vancouver's like collective paranoia over like offense and like forwards. And we don't sound that we don't have that about defensemen, but it's just like, there's something there where he's able to escape that like same paranoia. And then he's just quietly like amazing. <laughs> and then he also doesn't get the same fanfare. So it's just, I, I, I was thinking about it yesterday. It was like, wow, this is really crazy that he's doing this and yet he doesn't get the same like chaos swings that pd does that like every single forward does of like it's a revolving door every day in vancouver it's like someone's in someone's out it's like bow's in okay now we hate bow and we want to trade him and jt miller's in and then and then jt miller's out and then garland's in and then garland's out and then it's just like figure your shit out <laughs> we can't keep having these same conversations over and over again. Anyway, Quinn had a great season. He did. He really did. Very impressive. We're so proud of him. Our little and he boy. smiled. And he smiled yesterday when they were giving him his award. <laughs> or when they were like showing on the Jumbotron his award, he was smiling. It's a rare uh, Quinn Hughes has a soul moment. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are your highs and lows from the season? I mean, my highs would probably be Quinn doing great because he's my boy. Um, low for me would probably be having to talk about Benning for as long as we did. <laughs> um, yeah, that's easy. I think um, my high was them hiring Cammy Granato. It's like <laughs> greatest dream of my life. <laughs> and my low, oh, there's just so many. Mm. So many lows. Yeah. I mean, selfishly, my low is when they traded Tyler Mott for whatever a third round pick and that was fine I understood but it was still a low but then like my actual low is just the fact that we watched just the most horrific hockey another high was when they beat Calgary like 7-1 or whatever that was fun but I think my high as a related to Mel's low is Jim Benning finally getting fired finally um I think my low, my low is like the endless amount of JT Miller discussion that we still have to have 
and looks like we will continue to have. I'm just, I'm just so sick of talking about it. Like, yeah, he had a good season. He had a, like an incredible season, whatever. I, if, if I have to talk about whether or not it was a good trade one more time, or if I have to talk about whether or not we should sign him one more time, I just want to unalive myself. Like I'm so sick of JT Miller. Yeah. Very fair. That is very fair. I hope Johnny Gaudreau gets like a shit ton of money so that, cause they had like basically identical stats. Mm-hmm. I hope he gets a shit ton of money just so we know oh, what that Johnny's contract's going to look like. Paid this summer, yeah. And so. that's, if I was JT Miller, I'd be like, that's what I want. Cause literally they had identical seasons. That is true. And actually they are about the same age, despite one of them. I feel like Johnny Gaudreau is way younger, but they were like drafted the same year. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. JT they... Miller's a 93. He's one year older than me. So crazy. Yeah. He just has very old man energy. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like he's older than me and he's he definitely does not. seem like a curmudgeon. Well, he doesn't use the internet. So yeah. Whereas Johnny Gaudreau goes on Instagram live drunk <laughs> yes. during the all-star break. What a king. There was a guy at the game. I tweeted this from the account. There was a guy at the game who was wearing a Johnny Gaudreau jersey. Actually, this leads me in. We're going to do this now, Mal. Sorry. Okay. Let's talk about in arena etiquette issues. (laughs) Because. Okay. So we went to the game. We're in the upper bowl, which I like. I actually like sitting in the upper bowl a lot. Anyway, in the upper bowl, get into our seats. Obviously, really crowded. We're sitting there. It's the first period. Like 10 minutes in, these people like walk up and they're like really confused because there's people like they think there's people in their seats. Then the attendant comes up and like gets into it with these guys and they're directly behind us. And the guys basically just like read their tickets wrong or they went the wrong way. So they they were in, we were in 310 and they they were supposed to be in 309, I think, or vice versa, whatever. They were just in the wrong seats and the wrong side and they figured it out and it was this whole back and forth and it took forever and then they got up left the people came and sat down they sat there i'm not kidding for three minutes and then got up left and never came back <laughs> so they created this like whole shenanigan situation to get in these seats that they were in for three minutes and then they just were like oh let's go get a beer or whatever and went and just never came back for the rest of the game <laughs> i was like why? Why are you doing this? It was insane. So I like to have a discussion with people. Okay. So what is your point you're making? You're just saying, don't act insane. Like, I feel like, like these people, I feel like these people's frame of reference for like interacting with the world is different than yours. Like they probably thought this was a completely reasonable reaction. Whereas you're like, this person is acting absurd. So- no, it was just like, why, why are you upset? Like, everyone's seated like it's in the middle of the section so it takes so much effort to like move people around it's also like crowded the fact it's like why are you going through all this effort to sit for three minutes and disrupt the harmony of everyone like fuck off made me really mad mainly i was just annoyed because it disrupted a lot of things i see you're not on i'm my still side. waiting for your point <laughs> That is my point. Don't do that. I just don't understand people who like, I don't know. It's, I've always found it interesting because it's like, there's so many people and maybe it's like my conception of hockey games or like, cause I didn't go to them growing up. I couldn't afford to go to them. So it's like you go and you go for the whole game and you like 
sit down and like watch the whole game. And I just don't understand the people who are like, I'm going to come for two minutes and then just like peace out. Like that's so weird. You're talking to somebody who has stayed through like 14 innings of baseball before. Yeah. Just like, Like, I'm just like, I paid for this. I'm staying. I just like, don't (laughs) Where do you think I'm going? (laughs) I hate when I'm with you. I like my biggest, my biggest thing is like, I hate when people leave with like two minutes left. (laughs) Like you're not really beating the traffic by that much. It's not that bad. And like enough people leave with two minutes left that you're going to run into traffic anyway. And it's so stupid. But also I once sat through the Canucks losing 7-1 to the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, like it was like 7-1 you're... at the start of the third. And I was like, I paid for these tickets and I'm going to sit here till the very miserable end. I refuse to leave. Yeah. This also like goes into like, I, I don't think that like Sam and I are like better for like sitting and being like, yeah, we're just going to experience this. Like this, I don't actually like watching this, but I'm going to watch it because I paid money. Like, yeah, good I was for like, you. Either, either you can give me back my money for this absolute shit performance, or I guess I will sit here and consume it. Like, good for the person who did throw their jersey on the ice, which happened in the next season, and eventually probably did kind of cause Benning to be fired. Definitely um, did, because Francesco got really upset by it. He was really upset about that. Um, so good for that person who threw their jersey on the ice and left. But what we're saying is that I paid money for that jersey and I paid money for those tickets and you're not getting that from me. Just like, yeah, very strange. Very strange. The other thing was, all I could keep thinking about yesterday So I'm watching this game and I'm like, there's people. So the pe- there's a bunch of really bad penalties in the game, which is fair. There's two five and threes. JT Miller did something to the ref and then got a penalty call. I was convinced that he realized that they'd just gotten eliminated from the playoffs and just was like, I want to not be on the ice anymore. I want to sit in the box for I just like, I need to be away. Because <laughs> um, it happened like right around then. Um, yeah, but like other penalties when he would just take a little break. Yeah, exactly. He just like, was- I just can't be on the youths. I just got to go sit in the bench. It was just like such a like real moment of me realizing how far away I am from being like a diehard Canucks fan in the sense that I'm sitting there is like whatever 13,000 people are trying to like refuse suck in like the most pointless game of all time and they're so invested in it and I'm like I don't have the energy to do this but like it was I don't know it was really funny I'm like okay yeah get into it I will say also there's a like slightly drunk girl behind me her earring fell off at one point and fell on me which was fine it was very funny of course I did it was just really funny because it like fell on me I was like what the hell is that like what's happening um but she explained the entire game to her significant other or the person who was with her and like because they didn't know what was going on and it was very impressive so I got full color commentary. Of the game. That's hilarious. I love her. Which is an yeah, icon. It was really good. Half the time, like that an happens, icon, a legend, a possible listener, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Um, That's half the time who we're that trying to appeal like, to in our audience, though. Yeah. The drunk girl who was mansplaining to her date. Yeah. But it was like, because sometimes that happens and it's just like two like bros who were just like talking the whole game about like, I don't know, like Zach Cassian, what a guy. And like, they're just like, talk the entire game and it makes you insane but this was like no this is good this is this is feminism in action (laughs) 
anyway. Okay. Do you have anything else on your etiquette? Wave thoughts since you're on your etiquette. Okay. I, okay. I like the wave, but it has to be at the right time. So for example, yesterday, you know what the right time is never. Oh my God. Sam and I, Sam and I are anti-wave. No, I will sit down. I'm not participating. I'm just sitting there. That's fine. That's not happening. No, it works. It looks good. It's a blowout of a game. Hate it. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so corny. Yeah. I'm like secondhand embarrassed. Why do you guys hate fun? You know what the worst thing is? It's like always like two drunk dudes standing at the front of the section, turning around, screaming at everyone, yelling one, two, three over and over again. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys are so dead inside. <laughs> How does that mean dead inside? The wave sucks. It's just people lifting their arms up. I don't like that you're siding with Izzy on this. This is not okay. The wave is horrendous. I hate it. Yeah, oh very bad. Uh, Sam, how do you feel about Crazy Pete? <laughs> He, he drives me insane. Crazy. I just like drives me crazy. How does he have the energy? He's really annoying. He's really annoying because like he deliberately finds people who like are clearly not interested in his shtick and like comes and yells in your face. And I'm like, just fuck off. Like go find somebody. Mm -hmm. I look, I don't care that you're here. Like, I'm sure some people enjoy it. That's fine. Like go bother them. Like leave the people who don't want to like, be screaming and like dancing alone that's fair that is fair it's very aggressive it's just for me I just every time I'm like how do you have the energy to do that like he goes to every section now and like revs people it's just like how do you do I feel this? like he's always in my section like he's just there all the time I'm like mm. just go go to a different section please <laughs> <laughs> just leave me alone haunted um, by crazy people you know what my actual biggest pet peeve is, and it happens all the time, and I'm and I've always hated this. I legitimately hate when people like you go down the stairs to your seats and play has started. People who then try to climb over everyone to get into their seats. I'm like, can you just sit on the stairs and wait till play dies again? Like, when did we stop doing this? Because it happens all the time at Rogers. Like nine out of ten times, the person will not sit and wait. They just yeah. force everyone to get up and it's just the worst. It's the worst when you're in the upper bowl because there is literally There's no, no room. There's yeah. no room. So like you are, you're going to third base with some people as you're trying to get to your seat. <laughs> like, what do you, <laughs> it's like real inappropriate. I'm just asking really quick though. Like what is your definition of third base? Your ass is in their face, Valerie. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. <laughs> Okay. Especially because most of them like, like in like my brain, like in like America, in America, I would say that third base is like mouths. Um, I don't know. I went to Catholic, I also didn't go to Catholic, Catholic school. So yeah, no, but it's, that's, that's only, per- that's particularly for the people who Did don't actually make up? you sluttier. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I, I'm like really focused on this actually now, Georgia. I'm like, are, are we hitting third base? What, which is apparently your third base. Is the, is this the Catholic school you're going there before home? <laughs> like what's, what's happening? I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm highly concerned. No. Anyway. I no. agree. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I'm not defining basic. <laughs> I agree, Sam. It drives <laughs> me crazy. 
when they do that during play because they're also like they can't really like they're not supposed to get up yeah no that is I agree I very much do agree the other thing um the other thing I hate this is a specific upper bowl thing I hate when people scream specific stuff to the refs or to the players when you're in the upper bowl like actually theoretically anywhere in the arena like they can't hear you (laughs) why are you doing this but also people have different reactions I actually kind of think it's funnier if it's very clear that they can't hear you Mm. I think it's almost better I guess it depends how much they do it during the game if they just keep yelling I wouldn't say I would say if it's like a one-off thing yeah and they're like oh yeah they literally can't hear you like what are you doing but Mm -hmm. if they're just doing it and they think that they're like the ultimate jokester that's bad um yeah that all they started doing the bruce bruce there it is chant i heard it yesterday it was kind of funny it was the first time i because i haven't been to a game since wait when did we go to the predators game i was still pregnant okay so like november okay good <laughs> that scared me for a second i was like holy fuck um so we obviously weren't there for any of the bruce Boudreaux stuff so that was the first time i saw it in person it was very um they also were doing it outside of the arena which is very interesting it's kind of fun it's the closest thing we have to like a like european-esque football chant it's gonna be really interesting if he doesn't come back i mean uh, yeah throw that on your resume bruce doesn't he hate it though he doesn't like it right i thought he said he didn't like it yeah i thought he said so too oh well it's, it's fun okay so do you have any our... do you have any etiquette mal yeah don't do the wave <laughs> and don't move when the puck is in play what about a baseball mal and yeah. arena soulmates <laughs> we're really on the same thing here um baseball i would say same five. I would say pretty much. Wave. I would say if somebody's up to bat, you don't. But like if somebody, yeah, if somebody's up to bat, don't move. That's like the same thing. Mm. And then also don't do the wave. Um, but baseball is a lot more like it's chill. Put your feet up, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, but I do think that a lot of our takeaways are personal opinion or don't be an asshole. So I don't think there's really much. Yeah, there was actually a good takeaway on that. It also like the other thing that like gets me is when there's like kids in the section, and then there's like people who are just being like super. Aggressive. Oh my god! That like I always when, like. Mm, yeah, it's okay. I definitely like hate it. Yeah, it's bad. Like if people, but this is a different thing. But my oh my god, was actually thinking about this time I was at this baseball game, and there's this kid, and he um had his baseball um his baseball cards like in like no. his cast <laughs> and no. it was so cute <laughs> and whenever I see little kids at baseball games I love it it's so cute I don't know what it is it is very cute they're always like so excited to get the balls it's very cute yeah also don't steal stuff from little kids that's another one like, oh yeah yeah <laughs> when they steal the stick or the ball or whatever yeah Fucked. but I will actually say that it is kind of funny like, I both understand, but as, like, sorry, you don't have the dexterity of, like, an adult 
man <laughs> like catching a ball is like pretty funny like clowning on a kid is pretty funny <laughs> um, anyway so the initial pa did out their player poll which is always really funny um not in the way that they intended to be um as is everything with the nhl and its players um only funny in ways they don't intend it to be but like the thing is that it's always like 50 percent of the votes are for people that like it's like other votes 50 percent like not included um i don't know because obviously there's so many people they pulled i think it was 500 players or 580 players or something yeah which is anyway good. it's always just stuff like who is the most complete player like who do you wish you could like have the same shot as which like an absurd amount just put Ovi like I want to say it was like over 50 percent anyway um like what who like what goalie would you want on your team and then like name a woman who plays hockey is like literally one of like the oh questions um, and like less than half responded to that one did you see that yeah I saw that it's like ever, all of the other ones have like almost 600 and it's like mm, 300 of us could try could not name a female hockey player yeah that's not good that's not good <laughs> oh well pretty bad um but they only had like the off ice questions they only had two which were horrible they were what is the best nhl road city to spend an off day and which NHL player could make it another sport? And it's like, who have you played in golf that you think is like relatively good? Because every they were person, all golf. They were all golf, except for Anders Lee, who I think was like no a lettered quarterback in football. It in was Minnesota. football, but then they also shout out to the people who just said, I don't know, Char is tall and said <laughs> basketball, <laughs> but everybody else. Um, so good. so. What better off-ice things do we have? I mean, the answers were Las Vegas and New York for Road City, and it's like, okay, yeah. I'm actually surprised that Vancouver wasn't on there, because usually Vancouver is, but oh well. I don't know. It Usually it is, but it wasn't even on any of them, like the even the smaller percentaged places, which was kind of interesting. Um, I think they also asked... It was on like the different page. I think it didn't qualify as off ice. It was like, oh yeah, who's the best Twitter follow? It was yeah, who's the best follow on social media? And it was like PK and like Austin, like the only they could think of. Yeah, um, which is fair because those are the only two who post. So <laughs> I also feel like God, why don't we? Why don't they just do the NHL awards like how they do the Academy Awards and just let the players vote on all of them instead of the media? Because every year the media just gets like super in in like just crazy about their picks and half them don't even watch all the games anyway and so they like just pick like for example the lady bing trophy they just pick the person who has the most points in the fewest penalty minutes like check and like whoever wins the selkie it's like who has the best like anyway so they don't even do a good job of that anyway just let the players vote on all of them academy award style and then okay no we one didn't answer my actual anyway. question which oh, was sorry. come up with a better question for the polls for office or just for office and then also the quote unquote player personality which is the other category 
Hmm. Was there, was there, wasn't there a year where they asked if uh, people did coke? That was the ESPN. No, poll. that was. Oh, that was the ESPN poll. <laughs> that was the ESPN poll where they were like, "Is there a drug problem in the NHL?" And they all said yes. And then they asked a similar question in the athletic poll, and they were like, "No." <laughs> so there was like, and like one of them was anonymous, <laughs> and it was like, "What?" <laughs> Like, this is really strange. Yeah, they asked. I do the think NHL they should add that problem. though. They should add that on the thing and be like, okay, just yes or no. <laughs> They're like, okay, so who would you want most on your team? Do you do cocaine? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they also, I love, they always have the question of like, what other athlete in like another sport are you like most impressed by? And it's just always Tom Brady and Tiger Woods. Like no matter what, Tom Brady could like, have a shit season and like whatever it's always gonna be tom brady tiger woods like it's tiger woods it's like it's always those two they're like constantly same um what's your favorite Lacroix flavor <laughs> yeah that's a good one that's let's good get one. those those options going. um who's exactly. your favorite character on euphoria <laughs> that would require them to actually that's like you need to be asking like friends characters like yeah they all they watch euphoria don't they Hmm. I feel like they all love Peaky Blinders. You could Which ask NHL that. player would go to Euphoria High? <laughs> yeah, who would fit in best at Euphoria High? Definitely ask that. That also gets a really good one of, like, who has the biggest drug problem in. <laughs> That's a nice disguised question. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's actually really good. Um, um, what else? Hmm. Which of Rory's boyfriends do you like the best? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I wonder, I actually wonder how many of them like watched. I could see Brock Besser like watching Gilmore Girls. I'm oh, sure. It's a long flight across the United States. Come on. Yeah. He would say Dean. Yeah, Brock would actually would say love Dean Gilmore Girls. Me. If he hasn't watched it, like he needs to immediately. He would pick Dean. That and also like if he hasn't seen like the OC, like. David, can you ask him this, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need insight. Um, what else? And also because he's the only person who would do it for us. I uh, took a picture of him in the press box last night. and zoomed in. I was like, nice hat. Oh <laughs> and send it to him. Anyway. He's so funny. Um, other questions? Office questions? I mean, like, is the thing is that, like, since it's a poll, it can't be open-ended. Like, it needs to be... Yeah, there needs to be multiple options. Hmm. Like, I feel like, do you know that there's other restaurants in New York other than Catch? <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> if each of you come up with one, I will end this episode. <laughs> we'll put us out of our suffering. I came up with, like, three. Oh, yeah, you did. Sam, come up with some. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, other, like, broad questions that can be good for, like, personality testing. I th- I mean, like, somebody's already definitely looked up, like, the actual, their sign breakdown. But I would love to know if they know their signs. Mm. Uh, Jamie Bed does. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm trying to think because like the the athletic actually does one and it's much more like 
um, they get much more like bitchy about questions. Like literally like which coach would you not want to play for? Like who do you not want on your team? Yeah. Um, like more intense about those kind of questions. So I would like, want an anonymous poll of like, what do you actually think about Evander Kane? <laughs> oh my God. That'd be good. That would be good. Or even just like, how do you feel about Gary? Gary, what did uh, what did Joe call him? Gary Batman? Yeah, Gary Batman. Gary Batman. What is the last book you read? Uh, I would also. It's uh, it's gonna be all the fucking like cryptocurrency shit. Um, what I do would you also think like of Jordan Peterson. Are you, are you pro Jordan Peterson or no? When was the last time you listened to a Joe Rogan episode? <laughs> um this is like just random but i would like to know like what rules they'd want in or out um i'd like to know how they actually feel about the world cup of hockey (laughs) yeah this needs to be a more extensive like anonymous survey like we're wanting you to like have a full like stack of paper Well, it's like this one's so funny because it's the nhl pa and just like yet again it like illustrates like the pa is just so weird yeah, the like PA, what are you literally doing? It's the most milquetoast questions ever. So it's like, if you want things to be interesting, but then they're like, don't want to be controversial about anything. Yeah, because they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, who are your three stars for this week then? Mine's going to be Timo Meyer for being a bitch. And I mean that like very affectionately. He said, it's Timo time. And by that, I mean, it's just time to be a bitch. Um, and as we said before, you, you love to see it. You really do. You really do. My start of the week, Santiago Espinal, second base for the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> it's been very good this week. For the team, big fan, Santiago Espinal. Um, my star of the week is Ashley Kadri, Nazim Kadri's wife, because she gave some of the shadiest quotes possible in Peter Ball's story on like, how Nazem Kadri's become a different player in Colorado, but like she basically said something to the effect of like, yeah, I don't imagine Kyle Dubas is like pr- very happy about that trade now. Oh, there was like, there was a lot of shade in her comments and it was glorious. Also like props to Ashley Kadri for being one of the few brunette wags. Mm. Okay. Just added this back into me talking about Timo Meyer, but he also did score in the final, like literal second of the, to tie the game nights um sharks game so not only like he was talking shit but he backed it up um sidebar wag report paulina gretzky got married her wedding dress not great i didn't see it i didn't even realize she got married she got married what? wedding dress see-through uh of it was. see-through like it was vera wang see-through uh situation with a lot of crystals it was not good. I, I did see it. It does seem, I just don't really like sheer gowns. I think they kind of seem Ooh, like, yeah, I it's don't also know. like she's, it's like he, she's wearing like a, it just looks like you're wearing a swimsuit. Yeah. Her. It's not a good vibe. She the had other a dress second was better. dress and it's better, but yeah. I think the one she got married in was the diamond one. Cause really? Cause I feel like I would have done I mean, it the other way around. Yeah. Cause he's in the tux in the pictures where she's in the diamond one you're right yeah 
it's not great. Yeah, it's just like weird. Weird vibes for weird vibes for walking down the aisle. For white report for this week. I feel like we had more and then I forgot it all. Uh Phil Castle and his fiance they got engaged. Right. Oh yeah, the Arizona wags are just partying up a storm because all of them are getting married. <laughs> yeah, they literally are. <laughs> Not like stop. Claire's Instagram is just like Gal Chinyuk. That's getting party. married every two. And seconds. same with um, same with the Golden Knights. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Also, like to be fair, they do not give a fuck. They're like, I'm not going to those games. Absolutely not. <laughs> rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, the the Vegas Golden Knights like bachelorette's party is like a Bachelor Nation slash lag report. Oh yeah, that's true. Two birds, one stone. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. I always forget. I like don't forget, but it does still somehow shock me every time. The William Carlson and Emily. Is it Emily? Yeah. Yeah. Haley's okay. marrying the non-NHLer. Oh, God. Uh, is he Swedish, Swedish or Finnish? He's Finnish, but he I don't know where he's no, Swedish. I, can't, un, I, can't I don't know where un- he plays, think. actually. Oh, yeah. The yeah. information that was forced upon given. us. <laughs> Which, like, I could have assumed, but I didn't need to hear confirmation. <laughs> what a time to be alive. That was great. Like, we're in hell, actually. But um, anyway, uh, thank you for listening this week. We're going to be back soon with actual playoff reports. Get you ready going for the weirdest time of the year in hockey. It's kind of like the best time, but it's just bizarre. Um, it's just, there's so much hockey. There's just so, it's so like much. hard to keep up. And it's like so bizarre always that it like takes like two weeks to get through a series. So, but we'll be ready to go. So we'll talk soon. And yeah, you can find us at Brad's Cast Pod, various places. Bye. Bye.